Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Hey, we're back, I think. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener, and we're, we're on remote again. Uh, thanks to the folks of the uh, North Carolina State Farmers Market in Raleigh, Sam McKeever and, and uh, the commissioner and all the folks for having us out today. What a beautiful day. I, it's certainly not going to be as hot as it was yesterday, we hope. But um, I hope that, that you'll come out and join us. Rufus even brought some trees of some kind, uh, our plants. I don't know what you... He's still trying to plug in his earphones, so we'll, we'll talk to Rufus here in a second. Do you have time for us, uh, Commissioner? He's going to try. You've got to turn your uh, microphone on. There we've we go. got a convention here today. <laughs> we of, do. Of some very famous people. We do. We do. we got a famous author, uh, a famous broadcaster, a famous professor, and, uh, and Sam. <laughs> we got we, we got the, the manager of the State Farmers Market. we got uh, Josh Zach from WPTF and little old me. So what, what, about, what about me? Answer, well, <laughs> I think everybody recognizes you. You can introduce yourself. What what did you do, sir, well, before this? No, I can't say that because that would be incriminating. He's got a little fruit stand on the side of the road out Lake Wheeler Road. That, that's the Hall of Fame broadcaster, Tom Campbell. And, Tom, we're so glad to, to have you. Well, if morning. my figs don't get ripened, uh, they, they, they're at a standstill, and I want to know from Pam, what is the problem? They have been that way for one month. Well, the what? wonderful, beautiful Pam Beck. <laughs> You are, and she's got a, she's got dimples besides. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I won't tell you where. Um. <laughs> hey, let's get things started oh, off right this morning. She is going to be oh. fun after all. <laughs> I think I'll have a drink of Dr. Pepper on that one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my figs are at a standstill too, Rufus, and I'm not sure why. They're just sitting there. They're green. They're they haven't started drooping. They are not browning up um not sure not sure why at our place down on the nice river they are going crazy right. we put up over 40 half pints of oh wow they got that sandy soil and full sun yeah. and they're just happy these are those brown turkeys yeah well, they are so I, I think it might have something to do with, uh the the weather pam uh, mine seemed to if you get a big flood of rain at one time then they come on it hadn't rained in quite a while at my place Mm-mm, but it's been either. a great Fruit year. My blueberries have gone crazy too. Have y'all's? I've been picking blueberries for months now. We oh, still have gosh. them coming in. Yeah. And plums. My plum tree. I've never seen some. In fact, the branches were just about to break. Oh, the plums. Do you do you have that uh, down at the news? No, or? I have that here in town. Oh, okay. And in fact, I, one of the things I'm going to ask about later on is how do you make plum preserves? Because we tried it, and they were tart tasting. Well. Oh, I don't know. Uh, we need. Uh, do you make jelly and jam? Well, I, 
I, th- I don't know if uh, Sweet Melissa's awake yet yeah, or not, I was, but uh, I was if she comes Melissa's out here, the expert yeah, she, she can tell preserves. you exactly sh- how to do sure that. Sure, we've got some listeners who might call in with the recipe. Now, she's tried sure. to make Rufus some no sugar preserves before. It, it's a real challenge to do that. It's still good. With Splenda. She's tried Splenda mm-hmm. with it, and it's, it's worked okay. I think it's still a little tart. You still have to eat something sweet with it, don't you, Rob? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just put another little speck of little splendor on them. Yeah, yeah. That's, but it's, it's fun. It's fun to make. I don't know if you've ever tried. Sam McKeever, good morning to you, and thank you again for having us out here this morning. Yeah, good morning. I'm excited to have y'all out here. We haven't had events in quite some time, so. Uh, yeah. It's been a. It's probably been over a year and a half. We're glad to inaugurate. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> so. Uh, are you a country board? Have you ever made preserves or been in on it? Yeah, my grandmother used to make uh, all kinds of preserves growing yeah. up. So I um, and uh, but so, you don't know how. No, I should have took notes. <laughs> 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 you know, we've actually thought about to, uh, we're out here at the event center right now, uh, having some classes for like canning and making preserves and things like that. Because it's kind of it's going to be a lost art. A lot of people. Uh, now, that. Tom Campbell texted me this morning and says, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> and that sounded kind of ph- philosophical, but I wanted to say the event center, but I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're at the event center. This is kind of a little patio between the the market shops and building number two. That's right. That's yeah. right. And it's got a kitchen. So we could actually make some preserves here if we, That's we right. needed to. But you've got, you've got, I see people set up here in the median uh, selling. So you've got people all, you must have an overflow area. We do. And uh, right over here beside us, uh, we kind of call it the craft building. I think next year we've got to come up with a different name because there's so much more than just crafts. There's a lot of great crafts in there, but there's a lot of, a lot of other items in there like uh, tropical plants. Uh, uh, we got baskets, lemonade, uh, barbecue sauces. Um, you got Millhouse Engraving. They do great stonework. They do excellent work. Um, Urban Spices. If you've never tried, they sell spices by the scoop. Really, really neat place. Yeah. So the commissioner, if he's listening this morning, needs to build you all a, a, a permanent building for the craft people. That's right. We actually have plans to start that process. Oh, good. And the actual process would be, to begin with, would put Nahana in a building out front. Uh, kind of at the end of the craft building, and then we would uh, add another building up against the seafood restaurant and then have selling spaces in between. Now, the new Dick's Park, is there going to be kind of a symbiotic relationship between the, yeah. the two <laughs> venues? I, yeah, I would think so, because uh, we are uh, in communications quite a bit and uh, work with different th- different events when they have events and different things we do, and eventually we'd like to have a connection, a pathway, at least a walking trail between us. Um, Right now, our wholesale side is on the back of the market, so we've got to be careful with the tractor-trailer traffic, how we're going to go about doing that. We don't want to put anybody in harm's way. So. Rufus, maybe some of the infrastructure could go out to your house. You're not too far from here, so maybe you could be linked somehow to the market. Maybe a tunnel? Well, I, I, I want Sam to finish that road up over here. Oh, yeah. We can have trolley rides between Rufus' Trolley rides. There yeah. you go. We've actually thought about that before, too. You can pick up that, your tickets uh, at the grocery boy, Jr. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> or the fruit stand beside Rufus' house. Well, I, I, I'm going to go into the fruit stand business because I've been anointed by Tom and Mike. I really think you should. I mean, a little extra change in your retirement would yeah. be pretty good. It looks like we state employees are not going to get a 
get one of those cost of living things. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You got, you got, uh, you know, you can you can get some Twinkies from the <laughs> Grocery Boy Junior and sell those too. How many Twinkies huh? do you want? Just mark, oh. mark them up a little bit. You know, I, thought our, I thought our traffic count had gone down, son, but now I know why. Rufus has got a stand up there beside his mailbox. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you brought some of the your wares. Well, I, I better tell right? people what we've got here because I have Steve's crepe myrtle that we promised last week. Oh, our friend okay, Steve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have three rows of Sharon's and uh, a magnolia that came off of a 100-year-old tree. Now, I saw Tom look at that. He may want that. Yeah. That that is a that's a magnolia that you know what happens when you if a leaf of, of a, a limb of a magnolia touches the ground, mm. it's going to come right back up and root there. And so we dug up the root. And, and Rufus gave me some rows of Sharon's when we moved into our new house. Yeah. And those things are more prolific than rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> they, I tell you what, they, they are. Re, they reproduce everywhere, uh, between, anywhere. Yes, between red buds and, and rows of Sharon, you can yeah. really go into business. But yeah. they're beautiful. I yeah, love them. I do too. Yeah. So uh, and so that that's a nice little treasure trove over there. First so uh, first I promised there. somebody a, a Rosa Sharon, but I'll have two of those left. Tom's going to take the magnolia. So we we've got two Rosa Sharons for people what to come. And, are they? Goodness knows, they could be white. You they gave could me be a the white. Pink. You gave me a white with a purple center, and then yeah. you gave me a purple, and they are in my backyard right now, blooming. They're glorious. well. That was purely by luck that you got the colors you got. They yeah. are glorious. I, well, you can live on with Rosa Sharon. They they're mentioned in the good book. Yes, they are. Or at least that's what you told me. Oh, okay. Rufus, is that Rufus's book? <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very by the way, I feel like time I'm on the NC Spin here today. Ruth. <laughs> Rufus and Festus, those names were in the Bible, are in the Bible. Well, uh, Rufus was one of the crossbearers. Yeah. And I've I'm often, not sure about Festus. Yeah, Festus was on this TV program. I <laughs> he was with Marshall. <laughs> no, I swear, Marshall did. I, I swear to you, it's Marshall. in the Bible. Ask Lib. Yeah, that's, uh, Lib, Lib's coming. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, ask Lib. It's, it's just, Lib uh, tell Sam how to make preserves. Okay. Oh, she yeah. will do it. Yeah. She's a great cook. Tom's a good cook, too. That's another thing about NC Spin no longer existing. You don't get to go to Tom's house and have those wonderful steaks he used to make. (laughs) Well, maybe you should have an alumni party. Uh, Actually, we're going to. Yeah. Oh, good. We had a brief one when John Hood released his new book. You were were doing something. You were doing a Watergate something that night. Yeah. 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 But uh, you couldn't come. Well, I, I went to John Hood's signing of his book at the uh, camera, I'm not supposed to say Cameron Village, but I'm going to say that anyway, at Cameron Village, where part of the proceeds of his book that night went to the organization that I'm a faculty member of called the Institute of Political Leadership, which is a fine organization that trains young leaders. And I can show you people now who are on the city council, who are in the legislature, uh, who just do did wonderful work. And some of them, it ain't your fault. Yeah, <laughs> some of them, it's not my fault. <laughs> and the, the one thing about mine is, one time I, I served uh, wine and beer, and my class got so crowded that they, they called me up from the, the uh, organization said, don't do that again. You're making us look bad. <laughs> wow. So, but 
but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who cares, Tom, at 80 years old? What are they going to do to you? <laughs> By the way, let, let's, let, before I forget it here, one of my friends, Lewis, at the Good Old Boys Club, came up the other day and he said, my wife, and I can't remember Lewis's last name, is an avid listener to the Weekend Gardener. And she wants to know a tree that doesn't have a whole bunch of mess under it to plant. And I, Wait a well, minute. Well, you know, I, we call it artificial. <laughs> Artie, Artie does a good one. Artie does a good artificial. one. So, uh, artificial. I, so I, I said crepe myrtle is a, would be a good one. You're, you're going to get the leaves, but not, oh, not you, like a magnolia. Yeah, but that, that drops a lot of stuff. Well, I don't know what she means by mess. Well, crepe myrtles are messy. I hate, oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah, don't because e- don't ever pl- uh, park your car under a crepe myrtle when it's raining and blooming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It won't come off for a month. Well, also, they start exfoliating in the summertime, too, and so there's all that peeling bark that's falling off. If you've got a rather large one, you can get that uh, debris. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't tell Ann that because she gets into a real, I know. A real fit yeah, about psychological peeling, problems peeling the bark there. off, of, off now, of crepe now, myrtle. We make fun of people doing that, you know, peeling the crepe myrtles. But in England, they're so proud of their trees and beautiful bark that they will scrub certain birches and maples to show off that beautiful oh, wow. bark. They will wash well, them down. That they just don't have anything else oh, to do, those, apparently. Oh, those English. <laughs> And they they tie the. No wonder uh, they lost the war. <laughs> well, now you did you you experts here didn't answer my question. And oak is messy and maple's messy, but I did not determine whether or not she wanted a deciduous or an evergreen. Well, uh, they're all going to drop leaves. They're, they're all going to shed um, evergreens. Their leaves turn. You know, you see this on hollies all the time in the spring. Yeah. The leaves turn yellow in fall. Um, the pine trees they'll lose their needles. Every living plant has some debris that's going to fall off of it, and I think Tom had the right answer. If you want something that is truly not going to cause any mess, it would have to be artificial. Plant some something around a mailbox. Yeah, but you're still going to get some some yeah, residue, like clematis or something like that. Just yeah, yeah. Flowers dry. And and if if she didn't want a big tree, I I suggest the old standby. The uh, osmanthus. Osmanthus is a good one. That very very little debris comes off of the uh, sweet tea olive. Yeah, I mean it, it is evergreen, so it's going. There are going to be yeah, leaves that fall off and fall uh, on the ground. Yeah, yeah. They, they do, but I, I, you get the perfumery. And it's perhaps something like a deciduous Japanese maple that is a weeping. Uh, one, yes, you know, yes. something Great like idea. that would be beautiful. Yeah. And we those leaves those. would fall down unless it's a windy day, and and they're really easy to take care of. The Ruby Falls redbud, that's a beautiful that was developed tree. in NC right. State, right. is a wonderful right. example of a tree that you can put in full sun. It's very hardy, and it will it will literally the the limbs will grow out. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. Ladies well, at our church actually trim ours a little bit at the bottom, but uh, well, that, I hope, that's a I great. Hope that Lewis's wife is listening again. I do too. We we appreciate the listenership. Yeah. Now let's go to another thing real quick before I forget it. I consulted with Pam. We, uh, I have a friend from named Kim Shope, who used to work for Governor Martin, and she kids me because when I was elected, uh, what well, uh, Secretary of State. <laughs> 
One of those I, things. I went to the uh, – <laughs> Governor Martin kicked me out of the Capitol because he said he needed it for uh, Lieutenant Governor – Gardner. Name, Tom? Gardner. Uh, Gardner. Yeah. And so he said, but come over here. You can have any other office you want. And so I chose the one on the second floor facing Hillsborough Street. And had to run Kim Shope out of there, and she said, "I'm glad you did. I didn't like that place anyway." But <laughs> she thinks she, it was haunted. Yeah, it, that gap is haunted now. I, I, I am still. I was called about that the other day from a, a radio station in Charlotte. I said, "Well, if you were sitting there like I was many times at night at 11 o'clock, and nobody in there, not Mr. Jackson, banging up in the uh, top of the the, the rafters, uh, one night I was sitting there." And this sweet music came wafting under the door. It was obviously a, a chamber music of some kind out of the house, out of the house chamber. And of course, I all the hairs of my head sprang up. And I walked in there to try to find out who was trying to play a trick on me because they they did things like was that. Was that before you invented sweet potato vodka? <laughs> <laughs> that was, was, was going to ask. Was, that was before I got a, converted to sweet potato, potato vodka. And I can tell you, I walked in there and cased that place over, could find nothing at all. And I, it, it went quiet when I walked into the chamber, walked back to my office and started again. I said, well, oh, oh okay, let, let her go. It could have been the vodka ghost. Now, you know, there have been several, <laughs> several investigations about, what do you call those people, para? The, the ghost paranoids. hunters. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the ghost hunters. Um, yeah, ghost hunters. Yeah. And they, they have... Uh, detected some sort of activity i don't know how they do that but in the airwaves but i'm convinced that the the capital is haunted okay i am I, i'm a believer in ghosts uh we when we moved up to elizabeth city we lived in this old house up there that had been previously owned by a haberdasher named mr harris and i promise you whenever we could not find our house keys or anything else which was fairly frequently and getting more so every day, um, we would just say, okay, Mr. Harris, help us find the keys. Lo and behold, they'd turn up in some place that we had thought we'd already looked. He was a friendly ghost. He was a nice guy. Wow. Uh, yes, sir, That that's a chiller. Rod Serling needed to know about that, he didn't sure he? He sure did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Sam, before we take a break, uh, can you, you? You're a horticulturist. You have a horticulture degree. Uh, can you think of a tree that, or, or shrub that this lady uh, who we were speaking of might might enjoy? That's not debris free, but less debris. Anything that you have um, uh, come upon? That's a tough one. I, I was in there thinking Japanese maple, but that's that's got you know when the seed heads come off. But that's about the only time of year. Yeah, and then, yeah, okay, and that's deciduous. So it, there's I don't know. At any rate, just just find something pretty. Go to a good good local nursery. Come back to the farmers market. There are a lot of smart um, people out here who sell plants. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF. More of the uh, program coming up here from the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 
We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Mike Raley here, along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston. Uh, Pam Beck, uh, author and, and uh, magazine writer, great gardener, former master gardener in Wake County, longtime friend is with us, and uh, one of my, actually one of my first guests on the show, because we didn't have a lot of guests. Actually, you filled in. You and Ann filled in uh, on the show uh, for Irv. That's right. Um, Irv Evans would occasionally take a break, and then those of us who uh, were in the Master Gardener program, sometimes he'd ask us to sit in for him, and and, uh, we were happy to do that. Yeah. And uh, Tom Campbell, Hall of Fame broadcaster, uh, former host of NC Spin, and uh, former general manager at WPTF. Lots of other things. Long resume. but uh, All of them former. <laughs> <laughs> and aren't you glad? <laughs> Somebody asked me if I was enjoying retirement. I said, I don't know how I ever found time to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're all here. And uh, we've, we've got uh, now Pam is, is off to the side talking about a, a plant, a tree that, uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> well, she can do her show. We'll do ours. Carry on amongst <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> you know, we're, it's a free-for-all anyway. I don't know. Uh, Sam, you have a blood drive going on at the farmer's market today, right? That's right. Uh, they'll be sitting up from 9 o'clock uh, this morning to 1 p.m. this afternoon. And you can go up and schedule an appointment with them and walk around the shop and come back at your appointment time. And uh, there's, a, there's a drastic need for blood right now. So uh, Where are they set up? Uh, they're either going to set up right here down below us. Uh, that's that's kind of the plan. Down the lower forty, yeah. Yeah, the lower forty, right here <laughs> at the farmers, the farmers two building where the plants, yeah, are set up. So. Okay. All right. Well, that that's uh, that's a wonderful thing. There, there has been a, a terrible, terrible problem with blood drives, uh, and, and for a lot of reasons. But I'm sure the pandemic is part of it. But during the summer, there's always a shortage. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's up to us to, to fill the need, so volunteer as I sit and here. That's by, today? That's today, That's yep. today, yes. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We lost Larry here, I guess, because I, I left him on old too long. But, Larry, call back. Uh, we'd we'd love to hear. old. <laughs> he said, come on, I'm getting cauliflower here. here. Uh I was going to tell Rufus something if I can. Please, please. Uh, All right. I mean, do you when want? We move to is our this new off house, the air, or do you want to? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. When we moved to our new house, Rufus was kind <laughs> enough to give me Rose of Sharon. You gave me uh, a Lord, two Lord Baltimore hibiscuses, which, by the way, are glorious right now. Oh man, and ginger lilies. Now, my ginger lilies also are prolific like rabbits and have really grown. I'm getting ready to. to this fall break some up and, and share them but one of them has already formed a bloom they don't usually bloom until october one of them already has a bloom on it so i'm excited rufus i don't know if you turned your mic off or what happened there we go i certainly did <laughs> uh, i have uh, a salmon colored one that that mike's intrigued with no. that blooms this time of year tom Ooh, and it it is. I, I just love these things, and they multiply rapidly. Look at that color there. Oh, I gotta have one of those. It's. I, I got that at Tony Avent years ago. Oh yes. I gotta have one of those. The. I, I think it's. 
It's a pink salmon. What what color would you say it is, Ann? It's a, a salmon pink. Yeah. Steve is out here. You see Steve over there and his lovely wife? My gosh, Dr. Steve. Steve. Uh, oh, my goodness. There's Steve and his wife. I brought you a, a crepe myrtle. What a beautiful, beautiful. Hey, uh, Steve, Sim left for a while. Come over here and sit down where he is. I know you got a bum Oh, knee. I was going to ask you, what in the world is that? And you've already <clears> told <throat> me. Well, I got a tag in it, too. Go, come on around Mitchell. here and Barbara have a Mitchell. seat. What a gorgeous beautiful. thing. Woo. Yeah, so what'd you, what did you bring, Steve? Hey, I brought a, a, no, what, what, uh, what did he bring to you? I was addressing it's right over there. Yeah. It's right there. All yeah, right. It, it, Rufus offered a, uh, to bring me a crepe myrtle, so I thought I'd just do a plant trade with him. And well, I am really those. proud to get this, Steve. That thing that has been blooming good. since June, and it's still blooming. Wow. So that one has a huge bud count, uh, lots of branching. And a lot of blooms, buds left blooms, left to bloom here. Blooms prolifically. Is this a newer variety? No, 1984. It's one of my uh, cla um, antiques or whatever they call it. Heritage. <laughs> heritage. Heritage. Yeah. Like yeah. me at 80 years old, I'm well, heritage that's why now. I figured that you didn't so how it. common? I mean, daylily is daily. To, how, how common is is it to be this prolific with its blooms? Uh, it depends on the breeder. It, it, some breeders breed for uh, bloom count or bud count. Some breed just for the flower. Uh, some, some will only have like five flowers on a scape, and once they're done, they're done. What's the, the long flower may be seven <coughs> inches in diameter and a lot of color. What's the longest blooming variety that you've That one right there. Cultivar. And that what's it one, called again? It's Barbara Mitchell. Barbara Mitchell. And it, it has, that like I said, it's been blooming for almost two, well, it'll be two months um, at the end it's, of this uh, month, and it's still got buds on it. 20 inches, uh, bloom size six inches, bloom season, mid-season, uh, just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful day lately. I, I, thought, I thought Pam Beck wasn't going to commute to work. She, she, said, she said the last time she was on here, she's moving to the mountains, right? No, 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 no. She lives, she lives in Wake County, oh, but okay, she, okay. she hasn't, she hasn't been. Who was it that was moving to the mountains? Uh, Craig Her Lahoulier, oh. or Lahoulier, is in well, the our, He our, moved last year. Our friend uh, that was from Durham also moved to the mountains. She was on the show last oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Andrea that, Lane. Okay. Yeah, she, I, I yeah, yeah, she that's right. She sounds like, a lot like Pam. <laughs> yeah, Andrea yeah. is a master gardener. With Durham County, at least for another another few months. I brought this as show and tell. Oh, right. okay, the uh, Roundup Gel. Show, right, right I thought it was this deodorant. <laughs> you know, it, you know, well, it, it is a deodorant bomb. Boy, you, can, you can't leave that in the bathroom, can you? Uh, you, you can. Yeah, <laughs> next to the that would not be a good thing. <laughs> next to the sunscreen. So, well, it good. works just like it. it, works just like it. You just so it's got a little bottom. sponge in there and... And that, uh, oh, smart. Yeah, so you can, can what we can, used to call painting. You just paint it right uh, yeah. under the plant. So you aren't as. What is that? Yeah, so you don't spread. Where do you get that? Logan's. Yeah. Since they're one of your sponsors, I'll say the name. Yeah, Logan's, Logan's is great. Logan they got a lot of neat this. stuff there. I haven't seen this at the big box stores, but I have seen it at Logan's. Yeah. That is cool. Yep. 
It lasts a long time. I had one that I uh, got from there about two years ago. I finally had to get a replacement. So what's the name on it? Let me. It's Roundup. Roundup Gel. Roundup Gel. Gel. Yeah. That stuff works. I hadn't seen that. And, and it's limited in, uh, in, in distribution or yeah. circulation. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. So that you don't kill everything else all right. over the Exactly, world. Well, yeah. it's easier than painting it on with a paintbrush. This is just like using. Wait, wait a minute. Oh. Wait a minute. You actually paint it on with a paintbrush? Uh, yeah. You've never painted that, Roundup That's, that's what Ann has always recommended for. Yep. You know, like for. Uh, that's a word I don't know anything about. You take obviously. the concentrate, just put it in a little cup, and just take a sponge and just yeah. dab it. This is just the same thing, except this sticks. Yeah. Where the the, the liquid kind of washes off sometimes. This yeah. Well, I nailed a, a, a piece of sponge on the end of a stick. That that's works pretty well. Well, those yeah. little sponges you can get them for a buck at the yeah at the hardware like store. Did you buy hyssop too? <laughs> 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 oh wait a minute that's a different book <laughs> but i do have a story i at at the are we on we're yes we're okay. on the air <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just apparently we're on something at, else too. At, i don't know to be a pt I story i don't know what the, chris uh, is filming no, us at the, at the show are I'll we wait. live on something chris facebook live we're on facebook live i i do i do the 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 plant sale that's my job i do the the, well, the Hemerichalis Society. When we do the show at the mall, I do the I do the uh, the plant sale. Yes. And I tell and we do bare root plants, so I tell the people just to get them in the ground as soon as possible, because I don't want the root to dry out. Well, my brother-in-law likes to go to the dollar store and explore, and he'll buy gifts for his other his siblings. Well, my, he gave my wife uh, one of those little blister bags. Of a daylily, it was called uh, blackberries and cream. Inside was that sawdust, that that, that yeah. uh, redwood sawdust that they used to pack with, and a daylily, and it was all shriveled up and dead, or looked dead. And I said, "Well, what the heck? I just threw it in the ground." So it, 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 when I, about uh, three weeks later, roots. I had three fans come up. I said, you got to be kidding me. I kept the, the packaging material, and the packaging material had a 2009 packaging date stamped on it. That thing had survived, and it actually came up, and I've got nine fans on it now. I wonder where it came. Where did it come from? It came from a dollar store. I don't know, but oh, where, where did the deal what, I I, To be honest with you... <laughs> It came from one of those. Came uh, from Dollar Heaven. That's right. <laughs> and your brother-in-law's the last of the big spenders, You're isn't he? Right. Yes. He's he got too much time on his hands. I can tell you that. Uh, I've never heard of such uh, a thing. You, you've got him nailed right there. <laughs> but it, it just it surprised me that I told you I've, I've changed my whole philosophy about planting daylilies. If I, it doesn't matter what the root looks like, I'm going to stick it in the ground and see what happens. <laughs> Good idea. Wow. Okay. But uh, anyway, so, uh, anything we should be doing to our daylilies right now? Just keeping them clean. Right? My wife uh, has been cleaning out the the dead foliage and opening it up. If you open up the root area, the new babies might start coming up. And we've been getting some. When uh, you say open up the root, do you are you talking about well, digging? The dead foliage out. Oh, okay. Up the area of the root. Yeah. So with and your hands. 
Well, yeah. Is that the safest thing to do? Yeah. Might Rather than got, using a spade. She doesn't the go out there with do. a weed whacker and do well, it. No. Yeah, I didn't know uh, how aggressive she was. <laughs> no, no. She just gets out there and, <laughs> and pulls the dead foliage out from around the root, the, yeah. the, the corum. Yeah. And it uh, opens it up so that the corum can breathe. And we've gotten new growth coming up. So Mine are so tall that they're all just bending over. and. Daylilies yeah. bending over, yeah. So what, does Tom well, need some you have to get one of shorter little, varieties? or Well, that, or it, we have one that we love. It's I'll call called, your brother-in-law. It's <laughs> called the <laughs> Dollar Tree, It's called Tom. Navajo Pony that has a, a huge bud count on the end, and if two open up at the same time, it does that. We just get one of those little circular uh, plant holders and stick it in the ground and put it in there. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. You could get something like you use for peonies, yes. probably. If it well, we got a, a pineapple lily that the blooms are so heavy on that yeah. that it pulls over yeah. that we didn't stake up this year, so <laughs> it's laying on the ground right now. What do you use to stake it up? Usually? The hoops. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, the hoops like you use for peonies. Okay. They're hard to find, too. Well, along with everything at, else. Have, the ones for peonies are hard to they find. They have yeah. them at Logan's. No, they don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have, Cleaned they, them out. They have a half moon. Yeah, half moon. They okay. have a half moon, and it yeah. works pretty good. Not as good as those uh, three-stake. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted. Do we fertilize daylilies? I would give them a late. I'm, I'm in the process right now of waiting for it to cool off enough, and then I'm going to get out and give mine a late feeding okay. of 10, 10, 10. Okay. Just you, something to give them to help them go to bed. You mentioned peonies. All right, so. Or peonies. Peonies. Yeah. What? Peonies. It just depends on where you're tomato, from. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> All right, so. Potato, potato. They've bloomed. I deadheaded them. Right. The leaves are starting to turn sort of splotchy dark. Should I go ahead and cut it all the way to the ground, or is it too early to do that yet? Should we even do that? Back. Yeah, huh? just let it die I, back. I just let them die back. Well, that's what I typically have done. Yeah, yeah. and then in, in the winter, if we have any cold weather, move the mulch back some so so the ground can get a little cooler. Is what I've yeah, always heard. Yeah, the peonies have to have to uh, get not freeze but get cold. Yeah, yeah. I think tulips like the same thing. I found too they don't like to be moved. Yeah, yeah they are a little picky well, about I, that. Too. We the three that. We have in our, our heirlooms. Now, these things are come from my great, my wife's grandmother's garden. Who bought them at the dollar store? <laughs> I don't think they had dollar stores back then. They had nickel stores back then. Nickel stores. Five, five and dimes, yeah. But uh, the three peonies we have in our yard came from her grandmother's house, and they were planted back in the 30s, and we moved them. And they are just growing like crazy. So wow. it's uh, patience is biggest thing. And getting them, the soil preparation is right. I always mix uh, cow manure in with uh, my topsoil when I mix. And then I have, I use a uh, root stimulator, uh, a shock, root shock. Yeah. It comes in all kinds of different brands. But uh, I always use root shock on my uh, on my uh, when I replant, yeah, and I have had great success with that. So, Steve, thanks for stopping by. Sure, it really thank so you. nice to to bring Rufus that plant and and be sure sure and get your. Uh,
crepe myrtle over well, I there. I figured he'd take care of it. He too. will take care of it, and I'm sure oh, Rufus yeah. will put it in a prominent place. Well, I, we'll bring it up there next year and enter it in the show. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Yeah. She's behind you. Oh. Uh, yeah, she's shaking her head back, uh, <clears throat> back and forth. So, Steve, thank you very much. This fall, I'm one of the speakers at our fall uh, convention that we're having in, uh-huh. was it Newburn? Mantia, close. And uh, she's already told everybody that she'll just be behind me coaching. There you go. Oh, so yeah. she's going to stand up there with you. She's no, well, she'll be over there somewhere. Okay. But she's Sign said, he's going to do all the talking. I'm just going to correct him uh, as he goes. <laughs> what a life! Thank you very much, all Steve. Right, thanks, Have a great guys. day. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up from the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Here on WPTF, it's 8.52. Extreme left. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, we're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here, along with Ann Clapp, Rufus Edmiston, Pam Beck, Tom Campbell, and Frank Timberlake. We only have three minutes for you to burn up there, boy. Good morning. Hey. Hey, uh, anybody out gardening today, you know, you need to get a life. But anyway. (laughs) Hey. How about yesterday, Frank? Uh, oh, you, if you did yesterday, you don't have a life today. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think I lost, uh, just from being outside, you know, I lost a couple of pounds yesterday. Uh-huh. I put most of my garden in the soil bank this year, but we, uh, we're we still getting tomatoes and uh, peppers and squash, and the cucumbers just won't quit. And, you know, Linda's a pot gardener, and we have to be careful how we say that. But, yeah, I was about to say there. But she, she, uh, the raised beds, they just, uh, they just uh, are producing the little hearts out. And uh, probably, if you don't have drip irrigation right now, you, you know, on your flowers, and you, and if you can, your veggies, you're wrong. Because our drip irrigation system is just... It's just awesome. I mean, we can go and come, and everything gets watered. You know, people will pick up uh, your mail for you. They'll water, water and feed your pets, but ain't nobody going to water your flowers in your garden, you know? <laughs> True. I heard that comment a while ago. Somebody was talking about rich dirt, you know. <clears throat> I was all the way through college and in my first job. Mike, you remember I was up at Asheboro, and we would um, interview the county agent. And... Uh, you know, he uh, he came on and he, he started talking about something. He said something about rich dirt, and I said, uh, "I don't, I don't believe I know what that is." <laughs> uh-huh. I said, we called it stable dirt or manure, you know. So we got one minute. One minute. Well, well. I'm, I'm pretty much done. I want to tell <laughs> tell, tell people how valuable drip irrigation is. It's just. Uh, we have a 42-point system, a 26-point system, and a 22-point system, three systems around the house. So, Timberlake, you still smoking those pipes. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, I quit in 2006. Best-smelling pipe tobacco I've ever smelled. Always. Yeah. Whiskey-flavored. Uh, it had Cavendish, uh, uh, Cavendish uh, vanilla, and Jack Daniels in it. 
Okay. And no wonder it's no good. You can smell him coming two miles away. <laughs> hey, Frank, uh, take care, buddy. Thanks oh, for yeah. calling. Hey, Frank. Too hot, too hot in the garden. Bye. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's good. All right. Good reminder. More of the weekend gardener coming up from the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. 